There was a time long ago, an almost mythical period called the 1980s. In this fantasy time, there were awesome movies, girls had big hair, rap music was in its infancy. It was a time of great failures and great successes. America was a shining city on the hill, but the basement was flooded and moldy. Patriotism was not about hiding in the closet, but seeing America as one of a number of nations working together to bring about a better world. We dealt every day with the possibly of nuclear holocaust, while we watched Pretty in Pink and practiced our break dancing. Despite the constant danger, the vast majority were not afraid. Today, fear is the norm. People define themselves in never-shrinking circles. Patriotism is defined by how far one bends over and grabs their ankles for the Russians. In a world with only 10% of the previous nuclear threat, people hide, watching their neighbors with cock triggers. In that fanciful mythical time, a man appeared. A great man, whose strengths were equally matched by his flaws. A proponent of freedom, and the last defender of South African apartheid. A complicated man. His name was Ronald Wilson Reagan. People said he was the Antichrist because he had six letters in each of his names. But they were fools. Today, his name is invoked by people who stand against all of his ideals. They are unfit to even think his name. If he were here, he would set them straight, but he and that mythical time seem as distant as Abraham Lincoln. On the day he was sworn in as president, many people were afraid. The Soviet Union was ascendant everywhere, and it seemed the light would go out. On that day he gave a speech, to show the people to not be afraid. Part of it is below. Not long after leaving office, the Soviet empire collapsed. When you see the fearful, the haters, the trigger-happy, I hope you will think about that faraway time. If you did not live through it, you miss something special. It was no good old days, but it had heart. Read the words of the speech. If they do not move you, perhaps you should reevaluate things. To those neighbors and allies who share our freedom, we will strengthen our historic ties and assure them of our support and firm commitment. We will match loyalty with loyalty. We will strive for mutually beneficial relations. We will not use our friendship to impose on their sovereignty, for our own sovereignty is not for sale. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it, we will not surrender for it, now or ever. Our forbearance should never be misunderstood. Our reluctance for conflict should not be misjudged as a failure of will. When action is required to preserve our national security, we will act. We will maintain sufficient strength to prevail if need be, knowing that if we do so we have the best chance of never having to use that strength. Above all, we must realize that no arsenal or no weapon in the arsenals of the world is so formidable as the will and moral courage of free men and women. It is a weapon our adversaries in today's world do not have. It is a weapon that we as Americans do have. Let that be understood by those who practice terrorism and prey upon their neighbors. First Inaugural Address, January 20, 1981